Blog Talk Radio. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we praise your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve, you deserve the glory and the Thank you. 
of a faithful God. Awesome is your name. You do mighty things. You do glory. You're the faithful God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name, you want to declare it. Your name, your name, your name is.
from the oldest video to the newest video. By the end of watching those videos, you will have come fully up to date with what the Lord God is saying about that particular topic. The most important playlist on the Master's Voice is the Russia and the China playlist. There are about at least 20 videos there, and I think there should be a few new ones that I have to add there. There should be about 20 videos there and more on the blog itself. There's the repentance playlist. I cannot stress how important repentance is for every man, woman, and child in the world at this time. We have come to the ends of times. I am not a date setter here, so I'm not telling you that it's tomorrow or next week. But you would have to be willfully blind and also defiant against what you can see happening outside to tell yourself that we have not come into a patently different time period for human beings. There's also the sin series. This is where God has listed all the things that he says are sin, and he uses the nation of America listing out extremely egregious sins, listing out sins that quite a few people have never heard in their life, that God says are sin, it does not matter what personal opinions people have. What matters is what does the Bible say and how does God express himself in the modern era to make people who are living outside of his laws, outside of his rules, and outside of alignment with his spirit, to make them come back to center and begin to walk in observance of what God calls holiness, what God calls righteousness, what God calls works that are worthy of salvation. If you are saved and you are expecting heaven and you are living like the devil, you are in a dichotomy. Two separate worlds that don't match, which means there is deception in your life. And it is time to allow the Holy Spirit to heal that deception because there will be extremely high prices to pay for walking and living in sin as we go forward. God has already said that we have entered the time of instant judgment, whiplash judgment. You go and touch sin. You go and continue in sin. You keep asking questions and thinking, well, I want to have an academic discussion about this. I've been watching the videos, and the videos are convicting me, and I feel bad, but I think I'm just going to reach out to her and just ask her. I heard her say with examples that this is sin, but I think I just want to ask, is the one that I'm doing sin because I'm doing it that way? not going to get myself involved in things like that. If you have a heart that is so hard that you come to this channel and you hear teaching, preaching, and exhortation on what God says is unacceptable to him, you hear it, it goes in, and your heart is convicted, but now you do not allow the work of conviction to complete itself so that you can repent of sin. And you now want to have further conversations to ask the obvious that you already heard. Then you have to know that the person who is going to be responding to you is not me. You can, simply, you can simply continue on the way of iniquity. And at the end of iniquity, you will find the end that defiant people find when they want to keep walking in sin after they have heard the warning of the watchman to step away from that evil and to allow the Holy Spirit to cleanse them, the blood of Jesus to wash them, confession of sin, and then submitting all of your life to God so that he can not only be your Savior, but also your Lord. Many people live in a double universe. Yes, they say Jesus Christ is their Savior, but he is not their Lord. He, they don't follow his commandments. They don't obey what he says. They obey what their flesh wants. 
and then they think that they can have their cake of salvation and also eat it too when it comes to entry into the Lord's rest. These things also are deception. And so, if you are a new person, I pray that you will understand that reading, research, testing the spirits are your responsibility. On the Master's voice, I'm not responsible to give the prophecies and then try to convince you that they are true. I am not interested in that. I am zealous that God's words be heard by as many people as possible. I thank God for the work that he has done so far to bring people. He is speaking. If you are minded to listen, the Holy Spirit will enter into your heart and do the kind of work that saves. And so today's prophecy is continuing in the vein of punishment for sin and captivity. And before I go any further to give the title of this video or when it was received, the message that the Lord had, for if he does have a message before I make the video, he will always tell me. The Lord said, tell them that the reason I am judging them is because they are sinful. Because I noticed that many people are getting stuck in their soul searching. Many people are getting stuck. They're getting stuck in the world of why, which I discussed all the way back in 2020 and 2021, saying that if you listen to prophecy and the only response you have is why, 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 it's evident that you don't read your Bible. There's no way that you can read the Bible and see that America has almost duplicated every single sin that Israel committed in the Bible and invented quite a few new ones that those people were not able to walk in due to the fact that they did not have technology and stuff like that. There's no way that you can see all the sins of the Bible replicated in this one nation and then still try to act innocent and confused and say, but why is he judging us? God says that he is judging America because America is grossly sinful. This is sin above the norm. This is sin that exceeds what everybody else is doing. So to all the people who constantly will ask, but so-and-so did it and this country did it, you need to be able to carry your thoughts to the logical conclusion. There are 10 people and they all sin the same sin. And God only comes and selects one person. That means that God is privy to information about that person that may not be openly apparent to everyone in the group of 10. It means that God actually knows that in the commission of 10, maybe four did it and would never do it again when chastised. And maybe four more did it and they knew that it was sin. But when they are rebuked, they will repent. And then maybe one did it because he was totally innocent and he didn't know that it was sin. But then there is one that God sees into that person's future. And God knows that if he gives 10 years or 20 or 40, the inside of that 10th person is dead, rotten, and corrupted. And no amount of mercy and grace extended as America has had extensive periods of mercy and grace, will ever change the behavior. God says he is judging America because America is wicked. He said, tell them that they have absolutely departed from what they have received. 
So then you ask, what has America received? America has received the fullness of God's love the fullness of God's mercy, the fullness of God's grace, the fullness of his might, power, influence, all these things have been extended to this nation decade after decade after decade. And he is simply saying that what the country did with it is very, very unacceptable. It is wicked to have received the fullness of truth of God's word and to have departed so far from it that you have statues of Satan standing upon the soil. And you have men declaring that they are women and women insisting that they are men and children being utterly reprobate and corrupted and murder and abortion and other sins soaking the soil with blood. And ancient iniquity, such as the exterminations of peoples, testifying to the heavens. And then we'll still come to the channel and say, but why? Today's prophecy is called the glory of the Chaldeans. And God is talking about the great humbling of America for wickedness and for pride. God is saying that he will bring the cities of this nation, which are extremely well-developed, extremely high skyscrapers, tall, towering buildings, what he calls the citadels of Babylon, the cities of Babylon. He is saying that he will bring it down to the ground. So I have already made two prophecies that I received on the same day, April 15, 2023. One is called the Iron Pen, and the other one, it's called Diaspora. This one re was received April 16, 2023, and the title is The Glory of the Chaldeans. None of these prophecies are up yet. It takes a lot of time to transcribe these things on the blog, and so I will have to find a cache of time and do that. The Glory of the Chaldeans, April 16, 2023. These are the Lord's words. America, you are the glory of pride the glory of the Chaldeans, the height of the citadels, the cities of Babylon. Babylon has roared before me in times past. Babylon has gloried in sinfulness and excelled in pornography and adultery. But the sins of the United States of America roars in the heavens overflowing with fornication and unbelief. They have departed from the ways of the Lord and gone after their own lusts. Therefore, let them be taken away from my face to serve their enemies in captivity and hard labor. Let them work so hard they have no strength to speak. As Pharaoh wearied my men, and sorrowed my women until they could not talk. Until they cursed Moses for increasing their workload, let them labor in the Philistine camps until their speech is taken away, and they can only weep for the overflow of Babylon's sin that they have participated in. And so the Lord is saying here that America is the glory of pride. 
When you say that something is the glory of something, it means, as I just said in the earlier example of 10, that you have pride. You have the pride of Great Britain and you have the pride of the EU. You have the pride of the Japanese and the Koreans, those in Bangladesh. You have the pride of the Australians. You have the pride of the Africans. You have the pride of Canada to the north. Mexico and Nicaragua and all our neighbors to the south. But there is a particular pride that is a glory. It is as it is a covering as you see over me here. It is as it is a height, a peak, meaning that it cannot be matched. It cannot be equaled. And the Lord has said in past prophecies that even if he were to cast his eye back across all of time, across all of history, he would not find a people as rebellious, a people as decadent, a people as impure, a people as prideful, and a people as wicked as the United States of America. The Lord has said on this channel that the sin of America supersedes, excels, and is the glory of all sin that he has ever witnessed, including the overflowing of sin in the time of Noah, which was a very epic period of sin. And so he says the glory of the Chaldeans and their heightened, glorious, soaring cities has been before him in time past. And the Chaldeans were a particular people that share when I went to do some research, a lot of similarities with the United States. Chaldea was a group of people that first started off being a group of tribes, and then they got together and they formed small independent states. So they were all separate independent states, just like we have here. But for purposes of overall governance, for purposes of marauding, which is going and attacking other people like pirates and taking what they have, for purposes of proper official war, where it is Chaldea versus so-and-so, Chaldea versus Assyria, and things like that, they always came together into one cohesive unit, and they worked as one, even for purposes of paying tribute to stronger kings, such as the king of Assyria who once beat them, they acted as a unit. But within that unit called Chaldea, there were small independent states. The Chaldeans were also known as the Babylonians. And the most famous king from history that is matched in Bible history was Nebuchadnezzar who married Queen Esther. In that time, his empire was so big that it was 127 provinces, each with a governor in there and things like that. So it was a massive territory that spread over much of the known world. This is where these people eventually evolved to. They had amazing centers of art. They had amazing centers of libraries. They had amazing places of learning colleges in those days. They were known for wine and song and sexual immorality and a very loose and free kind of living that can only be enjoyed by people who have established what is known as hegemony. Hegemony is when you have excelled in technology, you have excelled in military might, you have excelled in strategy, whether it is political strategy, educational strategy, war strategy, agricultural strategy, you are hard to beat in every area. And so Chaldea had established hegemony to such a point 
that even modern scholars today do not debate that this was a great people, a great nation. They covered a very large area of ancient Mesopotamia in the, in the Persian Gulf, and they were a massive empire that even today has left a very strong imprint on many civilizations, societies, and people. And so they were known and hated for one particular thing that they would do. Chaldea had this habit of waiting until civilizations sprung up a little bit, established themselves, so they would have sons and they would have daughters and they would grow and they would build buildings and they would set up their agriculture and they would set up their limited technology, whatever they had. And when they became a flourishing society, Chaldea would go and attack them and destroy them and take what they had. I will say that again. Chaldea was known and hated in the ancient world for being a people that never let other people live in peace. They waited for societies to grow and flourish and establish themselves, and then they would go and attack with what scholars say was a very hard-to-beat type of military might. Just think of 127 states coming against you wherever you are coming around you like a crab and swooping down like an eagle and raking you like a bear and tearing you to pieces like a puma. They were known and hated for attacking settled communities, for waiting until they were growing and showing wealth and establishment, and then they would swoop in with that impressive army, take it, impose tribute and carry whatever they wanted away. And in one of the old prophecies, the Lord said that the spirit of Babylon lives on in the United States, that Babylon never died from the ancient world, and that the same spirit that made those people how they were lives on today in the people of the United States. And that is why the citizens of the United States the women, the men, the children, and the successive leadership over time behave the way they do. They are influenced by the same lawless, selfish, marauder, pirate, attacking, loose, immoral, godless spirit that frustrated God in that time until he broke that empire up and divided it up to successive armies that came after them. And now he says he will do the same. He says Babylon gloried in sinfulness and excelled in pornography and adultery. So this was a sexually loose people. They didn't have online pornography, but they used to quite allow it in open places, just like Pompeii. Sexual expression in the ancient world, just because they didn't have TV, they were actually quite free with it. And that was one of the reasons that God really hated a lot of those tribes, because God is huge on purity and morality, especially when it comes to sex. God created sex to be enjoyed in one confined marriage, only between male and female. And whenever there were societies, that were licentious, they were open, they would have temple prostitutes, they would have orgies, they would have older men with young boys, they would have older women with young girls, they would have swinging parties, sharing wives and things like that. 
That kind of society brings great wrath out of the heart of God. And sexual immorality was usually one of the main reasons that an ancient empire would fall and not be allowed to continue. Pornography, looking at sexual material that you should not, that excites the body to move it to commit sexual sin, adultery. In the old world, God was not only talking about sexual adultery where you would leave your wife or leave your husband to go and fornicate with someone else that you were not married to. God also means adultery whereby you leave what is righteous, you leave what is holy, you leave the laws of God to go and start doing Baha'i and Hindu and, and these little people in New York that hand out these little gold cards that are always promising nirvana and other things like that. Basically, you commit adultery with other gods you commit adultery with, in America, the gods of logic and the gods of reasoning and the gods of that doesn't make sense to me and I don't agree. And anyway, my spirit, this doesn't sit right with my spirit. The Holy Spirit will be speaking and then your spirit is telling you that the Holy Spirit is a satanic, luciferian thing. And you judge the words of God according to the limitation of your own darkened heart. These are all adultery in God's eyes. But then the Lord goes on to say that America's sin is not like Babylon's sin. He said that Babylon's sin roared before him in times past. But America's sin is roaring up to the heavens. And in many of the prophecies, I have said that when I see the Lord talking about the sin of this country, sometimes it appears like a great rushing wave of filthy unbelievable filthy, the kind of water that if you saw it coming, you would just shrivel because you wouldn't want it to touch you. Filthy water rushing against the whole of the nation. And sometimes I said that the smoke of this nation's sin, it appears like overwhelming black smoke that goes all the way up into the heavens until it begins to confront God in his own majesty he is the Lord of the heavens, but the sin of one country ascends to the heavens like a column of black smoke that is very offensive to God. And so another thing that he accuses America for is overflowing with fornication, sexual immorality, masturbation, sleeping around, uh, inventing apps that you basically just go on and fish for human bodies the way fishermen go to the sea and fish for fish, and also unbelief. This is saying things like there is no God, writing books in this nation that say um, that there is no God, and all the atheists, some of the best and most famous atheists actually are Americans. And they have conferences. I've spoken of the American atheist conferences where they all get together and they all pat one another on the back about their brand new discovery that God does not exist, and they do not know that God has been the unannounced guest of honor at all the conferences from the ancient world, even the one that Pharaoh held where he invited Moses and Aaron and they were telling him, Pharaoh, repent. And God said, let my people go. And he said to them, top tier atheist unbelief, who is this God? I do not know him. And so God says that America has departed from his ways and gone after their own lusts. And therefore, he says that America will be removed from his face and sent to serve enemies in captivity and hard labor. I have spoken for years about the fact that God says Russia, China, and many allies will come here. They will bomb this place. They will burn this place. They will loot this place. And they will sit 
and ask people what was your profession and what was your skill before the war, and they will look for those who can serve their agendas and purposes in wherever else they are working, and they will carry people captive there to work in very hard labor. Then the Lord says, let them work so hard until they have no strength to speak. I have always said that the Lord's words are that he will give to America measure for measure and pound for pound the sins that she has committed. And I have always warned that one of America's greatest problems is the inability to practice divine punctuation, which is God will say something and then God will put a full stop at the end of the sentence. And then Americans will come and turn that full stop into a comma and then they will say, but what about this and this? And I don't like that and that. And I just think that this approach is wrong. So the Lord will give his sentences and put a full stop. And then the other people who are watching from other countries will just listen and say, this is very scary. And they will say what they say. But here in the U.S., we will turn that full stop into a comma. And then we will continue this sentence with what we think and how we feel God should speak to us about the things that God says he has endured from the country. And God says that the kind of punishment that he will put Americans into will leave no strength for words. He says that in the ancient world, Pharaoh worked the Israelites so hard until they had no strength to talk. He worked them so hard that when Moses came to set them free from captivity and held that little tent meeting and showed them the signs that God had shown him and told them, I've come to put an end to this and we should rejoice. When Pharaoh heard about it, Pharaoh increased the workload of the Israelites and they cursed Moses because their work went from backbreaking to excruciating in weight. God says that America will be taken away to labor in camps where they will be worked so hard that speech, commentary, having an opinion, saying, why is God doing this? Saying, but we're good people but we don't deserve this. All the things that are said now that I constantly warn people, don't say these things because the Lord is listening to your words. They will be unable to say it. God says that they will only be able to weep for the overflow of the punishment of Babylon's sins that they have participated in. I will put them under judgment such as has never been seen before under the heaven. The sky has not gazed down on punishment like this. The sky will hide its face from Babylon in the day of her judgment. In one hour, in a single day, captivity, destruction, pillaging, and the fall of empire. In one hour, trampling of the young and old, death by surprise, enemy at the gates, enemy over the walls, enemy in the streets, enemy at your door. In a moment of surprise, America, what will you do? And so the Lord has said in other prophecies that the judgment that he will do here is a thing that ought not to be done. Now, if 
a human being says this to another human being and says, you know, um, Celestial, you have done what ought not to be done. And this is just basically an earthly estimation to say this that you did to me is something that is so grossly done that I cannot process it. How could you do this to me? But when the eternal one of all flesh is saying that the kind of punishment he will give is something that the sky has never gazed on before, this means that any punishment you wish to look at that has ever happened to any country, to, that has ever happened to any state, any, anything that you have ever seen happen to people. So if you've seen what happened to Iraq and you see what happened to Syria, or if you see what happened to the European states when Hitler was um, you know, rampaging through them in ancient history, if you see how Rome fell or you see how Jerusalem was burned in history, or you see how God destroyed ancient Egypt in the Bible, God says, that no, nothing on earth can equal the kind of punishment that he is going to give to America. And the reason these words will put a weight on the heart is because God intends for the heart to be weighed. God intends for the heart to feel the heaviness and the press of the weight of these words. The reason I take the time to open these prophecies up is because if you read them on the blog and you simply read a sentence and you, your eye just skims over the sentence, you may miss the fact that God is expecting his words to penetrate so that the country can come to realization of what the nation has done to God. Because until there is realization, there can be no acceptance of sin, the totality of sin. Not some sin, and then I didn't do this one, or that was in the ancient past, or it was the ancestors, not us. The totality of sin. When sin is acknowledged and accepted, that is the only way that people can repent without. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God is good. God is good. Hallelujah. Sounds clear. Thank you, Brother Elby or Sister Lisa. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Your presence here, Holy Spirit. Your presence here, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 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 Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's Hour, my brothers and sisters. May God bless you. May God bless you, everyone who's listening in the air. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
May God bless you. May God bless you, my brothers and sisters, everyone who's listening in the Lord's hour, everyone in the chat room. Shalom, Sister Regina. May God bless you. Glad to see you here. Glad to see and hear everyone, everyone who's listening. May God bless you. Hallelujah. In the computer, on their cell phones, in the air, the archives, everyone. May God bless you abundantly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, they touch my protection. Cover me, Jesus, with your mighty blood. And everyone else was listening, Lord. Holy Spirit, I'm done with fire and power all over this place. I repent, Jesus, from all type and kind of a sin that I have committed against you, my Lord, since the day that I was born until now in the last second of the rapture. In Jesus' name, I repent, Jesus. I repent, my Lord. I repent, my Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your precious blood. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my Lord, you're awesome. To you be the glory and the honor, Jesus. To you be the glory and the honor, always. Holy Spirit of God, praise be the name of the Lord. Praise be, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit of God. Father God, in Jesus' name, I pray that you will send archangels from your holy throne to back me up. Holy Spirit, take charge of my petition, my family, and everyone else who's listening here in the Lord's hour tonight, Lord. And cover us all with your precious blood. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're welcome here, Jesus. You're welcome here, Holy Spirit of God. Holy Spirit of God, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, Lord, hallelujah. Repent, Jesus, from all typing kind of a sin, my Lord. Everyone. We come here and we're in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I humble myself before you, Jesus. I'm your servant, Lord. Use me for your glory, Jesus. Just to you is the glory, Jesus. Holy Spirit of God, minister to your people tonight. Touch their hearts, their minds. Touch them, Holy Spirit. Give me words to speak tonight. Holy Spirit of God, thank you, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I bind every evil spirit from north, south, east, west, up and down in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach. And I break their powers by the blood of Jesus and send every evil spirit to hell in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus, claim the atmosphere, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Holy Spirit of God, come down with fire and power all over this place. Fire and power all over this place. Fire and power all over this place. Fire, 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 fire and power all over this place. Fire and power all over this place. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Holy Spirit of God, I praise you, hallelujah. I praise your name, hallelujah. You are welcome here, Holy Spirit of God. I praise you, I praise you, and I praise you, hallelujah. Sweet and Holy Spirit of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You are welcome here, Holy Spirit. You are welcome here. Come flood this place and feel the atmosphere. Feel the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. Your glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. And your presence, Lord. The presence of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. It's what we're looking for and it's what we need. Hallelujah. Tell him tonight. Hallelujah, let them know. And how hungry we are, hallelujah. We're lifting up our voices, hallelujah, and asking God to fill us. Because only, hallelujah, Jesus, only the Holy Spirit of God can fill us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. Praise be the name of the Lord Jesus. For the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, says the word of God in John 14, 26. He will teach you. He will teach us all things and bring to us remembrance, all that I have said to you, says the word of God. He is our helper. There are so many Christians, so many people right now that they do need deliverance. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You may need deliverance, hallelujah. There are some people that they're still on drugs, drinking, or smoking. Hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. But tonight, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, will deliver you. Hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. Praise be the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, our living God. Jesus and Holy Spirit of God, who fill us with his presence, hallelujah, who touch us, who cares. He's the one who cares for us. He cares for you, hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He is our helper. 
And the Holy Spirit is so powerful. He is so powerful that many Christians, they don't realize how powerful is the Holy Spirit of God. If we could just say, Holy Spirit, help us and deliver me from whatever circumstances or whatever sin or whatever it is that only you, hallelujah, and God knows. And he will touch you. And he will deliver you. And he will give you the word. Because he's the only one, hallelujah, that knows our heart, our thoughts. Hallelujah, mighty hallelujah, Holy Spirit of God. Oh, hallelujah. When I call, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit of God, he comes down with fire and power. I say fire and power because I have seen it. I have seen, hallelujah, the power of the Holy Spirit in my dreams. I have seen the fire. I have seen how powerful the Holy Spirit is. How powerful. Hallelujah, so powerful. No demon can resist the power of the Holy Spirit of God because it's a consuming fire. Hallelujah, Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power all over this place, and it is happening. Because I have seen it in my dreams, and I believe it, because I believe in the Holy Ghost. Praise be the name of the Lord. Praise be the name of the Holy Spirit of God. Almighty God. Almighty Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I have seen, hallelujah, how when I have said in my dreams, exterminate those demons that I have seen, hallelujah, the fire that disintegrate the demons less than a second. If we will only know and see how powerful and mighty the power of the Holy Spirit is so strong that it will deliver you and it will burn every disease. Every type or kind of disease that you got will burn it up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise be the name of the Lord. Likewise, the Spirit help us in our weakness. 
If you are weak, you are strong because the Holy Spirit helps you. For we do not know what to praise is the word of God. For as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us. The Holy Spirit intercedes for you even though you don't know how to pray or what to say. But the Holy Spirit is helping us every step of the way. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with warning, says the word God, too deep for words. Praise be the name of the Lord. Oh, praise your name, Holy Spirit of God. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things. There's no law. Galatians 5, 23. The spirit of his love. Hallelujah. But the fruit of the spirit is love. It's joy. You're always, hallelujah, happy. No matter what happens. No matter what you're going through. Because the Holy Spirit is so strong, hallelujah, it remains in you. And gives you, hallelujah, strength. And gives you peace. And gives you joy. Gives you love. And kindness because he's so polite. Hallelujah. Goodness, faithfulness. And he's so gentle, gentleness. And self-control when you get angry. It gives you self-control so you will not sin. And against such things, there is no law. Hallelujah. That's the spirit of the Lord. Oh, Holy Spirit of God. I'm so happy to talk about you. I'm so happy to talk about you. Hallelujah. I'm so, hallelujah, happy to talk about you, Holy Spirit of God. And Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. When you give your life to Jesus and you repent and get baptized, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, and Jesus, hallelujah, will forgive your sins, hallelujah, because he's the one, hallelujah, who gave his life for you at that cross, and he shed his blood for you. And he's the door to heaven. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. And he's the door to heaven. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, immediately. When you give your life to Jesus, when you believe, hallelujah, hallelujah, that Jesus is the Son of God, and you believe in his name, And you believe, hallelujah, in him. And you say, I'm sorry. I repent, Jesus, from all type of sin, all kind of sin that I have committed against you, my Lord. Have mercy of my soul. Forgive me, Jesus. I repent. And wash my sins away with your mighty and precious blood, my Lord. And write my name in the book of life. Forgive me, Lord, and help me so. Help me, Holy Spirit of God. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me. 
teach me, lead me. Hallelujah. Talk to me because you are my best friend. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit of God is your best friend. Hallelujah. 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 The Holy Spirit is your best friend. Your best friend. You, you, you're not going to need no one else. You are not going to trust no one else except for Jesus. You're not going to believe no one else except for Jesus. And when you get to that point that you just trust Jesus and no one else, hallelujah, God will use you. Praise be the name of the Lord. Trusting in Jesus. Trusting in the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. And the Holy Spirit of God being with you, teaching you. Or do you not know what your body is, the temple of the Holy Spirit, within you, who you have from God? You are not your own. 1 Corinthians 6.19. Hallelujah. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. That's why we've got to be careful. What we do, what we say, where we walk, what we touch, what thing that is pleasing to the Lord, anything that is pleasing, hallelujah, to the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. You accept anything that is not of God. You reject it. You rebuke it. You don't want nothing to do with anything or anyone that it will interfere. Hallelujah. Anything that will not make the Lord pleased, the Holy Spirit will let you know. Because hallelujah, he lives in you. Hallelujah, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit of God. Praise be the name of the Lord. I like to talk about the Holy Spirit. When you talk about the Holy Spirit and you praise him, you praise him because he is, hallelujah. He is with us. He is in our temple, in our body. Hallelujah. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Whoa, wow, 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 wow. I say 11 verse 2. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Hallelujah. Jesus. 
the Spirit of the Lord was an angel resting, hallelujah, in Jesus. And the Spirit of the Lord is in our body and is, hallelujah, the Spirit of wisdom, wisdom and understanding. Look, listen to what the Holy Spirit of God gives us. The spirit of counsel, he gives you an advice. Before you make any decision that you might think is wrong, he will let you know that it's wrong. He will stop you. He will let you know. And if it's hallelujah, and if it's a good idea, that you have the spirit of counsel and might. When something good, hallelujah, something that you are doing for the Lord, the spirit, hallelujah, give you counsel and advice. It will help you with your daily life will help you to make decisions, right decisions, not wrong decisions. Hallelujah. Right decisions. And if it's a wrong decision, he will let you know. Very important, very important to have the Holy Spirit of the Lord, the spirit of knowledge, and also the fear of the Lord. Because if you have the fear of the Lord, it's a good fear. You will avoid sinning. You will avoid. You will run away. You will stay away. You will not, you will not want nothing to do with it. But hallelujah. Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Say, Lord, I accept you in my heart, friends that are listening. I accept you. I believe that you are, hallelujah, the Son of God. I want the Holy Spirit of God in my life. Hallelujah. I want to feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. I want to feel the presence of Jesus. I want to feel the presence, hallelujah, of the Holy Spirit of God. Fill me, Holy Spirit of God. Deliver me. Touch me. Use me for your glory. Not for my benefit. I want nothing. It's all for you, my Lord. Use me. Let your will be done in my life. Not my will, but your will, Lord. Not my understanding, but your understanding, Lord. Give me more of you. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Holy Spirit of God. 
Help me with my daily life. Help me not to make mistakes. Help me to make right decisions. God, let you know. We'll let you know if you're watching something that it could be false teaching or something that is good for you, something of God. He will guide you. He will lead you. Hallelujah. And you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, Acts 1.8. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit has come upon you. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Hallelujah! To the end of the earth. My God. Because God cares. Because God is so good and bad. Hallelujah. It's what he gave us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, says the word God. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another hope for hallelujah, the Holy Ghost, to be with you forever, even in the spirit of truth. Because there's no light in him but just truth. Whom the world cannot receive. Of course the world cannot receive because he's holy. He's holy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The world cannot receive it because it's full of sin. Hallelujah. Because it neither sees him or knows him. You need, hallelujah, when you give, when you become, hallelujah, born again, born again. Hallelujah for friends that are listening. It's giving your life to Jesus and you'll see that you become a new person. Because, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit will be with you and will teach you and will change you and will deliver you. You will become a new person. You know him for he dwells with you and will be in you, says the word God in John 14, 15, 17. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. See, we say, I love you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. But then if we are not obeying his commandments, we're not loving him. We have to love the Lord. When we say we love him, that means we have to obey him. We have to keep his commandments. And if we're not keeping his commandments, we're not loving him. Hello, church. I love the Lord. I love the Lord. We say we love the Lord, but we need to keep his commandments. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you 
and will be with you. He dwells in you, and he will be with you. This is beautiful. The Father loves us. Hallelujah. Father God loves you, friend. Father God loves you. So listen to what he has. Listen to what he did. And listen to what he's saying to you tonight. If you then who are evil, Luke 11, verse 13. If you, if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father, hallelujah, how much more? Praise be the name of the Lord. How much more will will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? You see what God is doing? And you see what God did? And he continued to give it, to give to you. Hallelujah. Because God is a, a merciful God. And because God cares. How much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Ask him tonight, friend. Ask him tonight. Give me the Holy Spirit, please. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. Forgive my sins and I repent, please. Forgive me, I repent. Write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, it doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter what you did. Just give your life to Jesus. Friend, time is running out. Time, look around you. Look what's happening in the world. Look what's happening to another. And there's more to come. Hallelujah. But Jesus, hallelujah, cares for you. And he loves you. Praise be the name of the Lord. And he wants to help you. The Holy Spirit wants to help you. But you've got to ask so you can receive. Because the Holy Spirit is gentle and polite. You have to ask. Say, Father. Father God. Holy Father God, give me, hallelujah, the gift of the Holy Spirit in me, in Jesus' name. And forgive my sin and cleanse me from all unrighteousness and keep me clean. My Lord, I thank you, Jesus. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom. Second Corinthians 3.17. There is deliverance. If you have problems with drugs, hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will deliver you tonight. 
If you have problems with oppression, the Holy Spirit of God will deliver you tonight. If you have problems with smoking, the Holy Spirit of God will deliver you tonight. If you have any type, any kind of disease, the Holy Spirit of God, hallelujah, will heal you tonight. Oh, Holy Spirit of God, come down with fire and power over this place. Fire and power, fire and power, fire and power all over this place. Fire, 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 fire and power all over this place. Fire, 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 fire and power all over this place. Oh, fire, 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 fire and power all over this place. Holy Spirit of God, come down with fire, 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 fire and burn them up. Burn them up. Holy Spirit, come down with fire, fire, fire and power all over this place. Demons cannot resist. They cannot resist that. They leave. Call upon the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, and say, Holy Spirit, touch me. Holy Spirit, use me. Holy Spirit of God, deliver me. Holy Spirit of God, heal me. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit of God, help me. Help me. Help me. Faith that is impossible to please God without faith that it's impossible to please God. You want to please God? Hallelujah. You got to have some faith. Hallelujah. Because without faith it is impossible to please God. Ask the word God says and you shall receive. But ask and ask right. Hallelujah. If you're asking hallelujah God to deliver you, he will do it because he cares. You're asking God hallelujah to heal you. Hallelujah. And if you believe, you will be healed. Praise be the name of the Lord. Praise be the name of the Holy Spirit of God. But you have to believe to receive. And when you believe, hallelujah, you you have to believe in your heart. You have to believe within you. You have to believe that it's actually happening for you to receive it, for you to have it. Believe it. You believe, you do believe the word God? Do you believe what is written in the word God? You have to believe what is written in the word God. The word God, hallelujah, is God is speaking to us. The word God, hallelujah, is truth. The word of God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do us everything. With the help of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving us this great revelation tonight. Hallelujah. The power of the Holy Spirit. The power to believe. To believe and you shall receive. To believe and you shall receive. See, when we believe... It's not just saying it, because you can just say it. You can just say what I'm saying. I can just say it, but without believing, it's not happening. But if I am saying it, what I'm saying, I'm believing it, it right here in my head. 
in my heart, it is happening. See, I believe that there are angels here. I believe that there are a lot of archangels outside of my house and inside of my house. I believe that there are archangels backing me up. I believe also that there are angels, ministry angels, that are helping us. I believe, hallelujah, that the Holy Spirit of God is here with us, hallelujah, and the Holy Spirit is so powerful that I, I don't need to see it to believe. I can just I can just think what what the Holy Spirit is doing because I have already I have already seen it. But sister, you have seen it. We have not seen it, you might say. It's better. Bless are those. The belief without seeing it. Many years. I didn't see it, and I believe it. Many years ago, but the Lord allowed me to see it because I have already believed it. Praise be the name of the Lord. And when I saw, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit of God, fire, when I see fire around me, I'm, I'm thinking in my dream, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is exactly what happened. So what we say is happening. And I was seeing it. I was saying, Holy Spirit, along with fire, fire, and power. I have said this many times in the Lord's hour. Come down with fire and power over this place. And I saw fire around me. And I'm like, whoa. And when I said fire, it did happen. And I said fire, and I see fire again. And it went away. And I said fire, and it happened again. And then I saw demons, and the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, said to me, Say, Holy Spirit, God, come down with fire and power all this place. I said it, and I saw fire. And then he said, say, Holy Spirit, Jesus, hallelujah, exterminate them. And I saw those demons being exterminated. Boom. That's it. Boom. Less than a second. Boom. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. It's actually happening. Wow. Exterminate them. Execute them. Hallelujah. 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 When hallelujah, you know, and you believe, let me say this correctly, when you believe, hallelujah, that there's power, power in the name of Jesus, there's power of the Holy Spirit of God. When you believe that, you're going to start seeing miracles in your life. You are going to start seeing your family being delivered. You're going to see your family, hallelujah, coming to Jesus. You are going to see your friends, hallelujah, being delivered and coming to the Lord. 
you're going to see it. And you won't, you're going to say, whoa, this is actually happening. You're going to see your marriage being restored. You're going to see your, you're going to see it and you're going to feel your, this is God. I remember one time in all the glory and the honor, all the glory and the honor to the Holy Spirit of God in Jesus Christ. I remember one time a couple of years ago, my son, hallelujah, he came to me. He came to me. And he was, <coughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness, are you okay, Sam? <coughs> <laughs> I was coughing and coughing and coughing, horrible cough. I'm like, oh, my goodness, you are sick. And I said, Mom, Mom, yeah, I don't feel so good. I said, lay down, son. Lay on the floor. I got a bucket from the kitchen. Hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. Praise be the name of the Holy Spirit of God. I love you, Jesus, and I love you, Holy Spirit. You are awesome, and you are great, and you just want good things for us. You, if, oh, my goodness, if Christians will only know, if they will only know, they will put this hallelujah, they will believe it, and they will put this in practice, and they will see it with their own eyes, and you are going, your faith is going to grow. Your faith, hallelujah, will empower Praise the name of the Lord. Praise be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I said, Holy Spirit, Ramadan with fire and power all over his body. All over his body. Burn him up. Burn him up. Burn the disease up. Burn it up. Come down with fire and power. And I put my hand on top of him and I said, fire, 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 fire. Fire, Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power. Fire and power. And he was and spitting all this bad mucus coming out of the lungs. Right on the bucket. Burn it up. Burn it up. Burn the disease. Burn it up. Bronchitis. I don't know what was it. I don't know if it was pneumonia. I have no idea. But it was really bad. And fire and power, fire and power, all over his body, all over his body. Burn the disease out. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Fire, 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 fire. Jesus, Jesus, I pour the blood of Jesus all over you. 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 And I said it many times and 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 many times. He continued to cough and he continued to cough. It was... A whole water mucus. It was like it was the uh, I don't uh, you know a ruler. If you have a ruler, twelve millimeters ruler, it was half of that of all the mucus and water that came out until the last drop. And I was getting a little tired, but I continue. I said, Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power. Fire and power. Fire and power. Burn the disease. Burn the disease. 
burn it up, burn it up, burn it up. And I call the blood of Jesus, and the blood of Jesus is all over, all over your body, son. All over your body, all over you. Blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, all over your body, all over your body, all over your body. Until my son, last liquid his spirit, he said, Mom, I feel a lot better. I feel a lot better. Whoa. Whoa, Mom. I am just, wow. I'm clear. I have no more. Praise be the name of the Holy Spirit of God. He got up. He went into his room, slept like a baby. I've seen miracles in my eyes. My eyes have seen it. But you have to believe You have to believe. This is when you don't believe. I'm just going to give you samples. Based on my experience or my testimonies, I remember my mom, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it as a testimony, okay? I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say what I with my family what I have seen. I remember my mom every night, like, my mom, well, she's in heaven, hallelujah, praise God. She she is with the Lord now. But I remember a couple years ago that every night my mom would say, and this is, I'm giving you this as an example so you will not do it, but every night, Lord, heal me, Jesus. Heal me, Lord. Why you haven't healed me, Lord? Lord, heal me from these cramps. Heal me, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father God, I pray. Heal me, Lord. And heal me, Lord. Every day. Every day. And I remember, I one time I went to my mom and I said, Mom, why do you repeat yourself so many times? You have to believe to receive, Mom. You can just say it once. Remember the word God tells us a lot of repetitions, right? And you and you will receive it. But you have to believe, Mom. I'm saying it and I'm, I, I'm doing it, Mijita, but it's just, it doesn't happen. No, it's because you haven't believed it. Mom, it is written in the word God. Confess it, believe it, and you will receive it. The word God, by his blood, we are healed. Hallelujah. He shed his blood on the cross, and we are healed. And my mom went through a lot. My mom, colon cancer twice. She had lung cancer twice. When she was young, she got a gunshot on the head. And she had diabetes. 
And lastly, she died of uh, uh, cancer in, in her pancreas. My mom was a sweet woman, though. She was very kind and very sweet and very humble. And the Lord did heal her a couple times. The second time that she had a cancer on her lungs, I remember an aunt that she's she's a, a believer. She prayed for her. She was in Michigan, and she prayed over her. And uh, and um, because they they took my mom to the doctor uh, for an X-ray because she was having some problems. She felt some, you know, sick and coughing, and they they uh, they took an X-ray on her, and it looked like she had, you know, second time cancer on her lungs. And then my aunt prayed over her, and um, and then when my mom came here to Chicago, we took her back to the hospital. And many years ago, that that was many years ago, probably but back in two thousand eight or six. And and the miracle was that when they took the X-ray here in Illinois. She had nothing. The X-ray in X-ray in Michigan was shown uh, the cancer as big as a uh, like a dime, and here in, the, in Illinois, she had nothing. It was gone. The Lord healed her. Um. Uh, cramps, diabetes. She suffered a lot from cramps. And the last time that she died, that, that she had, excuse me, cancer, and she died of uh, pancreatic cancer. Um, but my mom, every day, you know, she repeated the same thing, and cramps didn't go. Her cramps, you know, pain didn't go, and diabetes didn't go away. Lord, why you haven't healed me, Lord? Why? I have asked you, Lord, so many times to heal me from diabetes, but why you haven't healed me? Please heal me. You don't talk to the Lord like that. You say, Lord, Father God, hallelujah. You say, Holy Father God. Heal me in Jesus' name from this disease, diabetes. Call upon the Holy Spirit and say, burn it up, Holy Spirit of God. Burn it up. Burn it up. Come down with fire and power all over my body, all over my body, all over my body. Burn it up. Burn it up. And you believe and believe because you do believe, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit of God, right? Hello, church. Hello, church. And you call upon the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus all over my body, all over my body, all over my body, and I believe it. I believe it. I believe it because I know, hallelujah, 
that you do exist. I do know that you are in me. You are within me, Holy Spirit. I know Jesus, hallelujah. I know, hallelujah, who you are. And I, and I believe your word. And I receive it. And I receive it. I believe it. And you know, Lord, that I'm believing it. You tell him that. You know that I'm believing it because you know. You know my heart. You know my thoughts. You know that it's that I do believe that it's actually happening right now. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for doing it. I thank you right there. You are believing it. I thank you so much. I receive it in Jesus' name. I praise your name. Hallelujah. And you know what? Boom. You will be healed. Just like that, you will be healed because you did believe it. It's not only confessing it. You have to believe. You believe, you confess it. Hallelujah. And the Lord heals you. But if every day you say, the Lord, I ask you, I've been asking you, I asked you yesterday, and I asked you, and I have asked you for seven days. I have asked you for a month. I have asked you so many times, and you still haven't healed me. Then you didn't believe it. You have to believe to receive it. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you, you may abound in hope, says the word of God. Hallelujah. I still have many things to say to you, John 16, 12, 15, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you. In, into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare, hallelujah, to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you, all that the Father has in mind. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you, John 16, 12, 15. And I will give you a new heart. Ask God for hallelujah. Hallelujah. Seek your 36, 26, 27. And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit. Lord, say, Father God, in Jesus' name, give me a new heart and a new spirit. I will put within you and I will remove the heart of stone. Remove, my Lord. Remove, my Lord, my heart heart of stone. Remove it from me, Jesus. And give me a new heart and a new spirit. And I will remove the heart of stone from your heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues. Lord, help me, Jesus. Help me, Holy Spirit. Tell him. I'm going to walk in your statutes and be careful to obey your rules and to be careful how to obey you, my Lord. 
have mercy on me, Jesus. You, however, are not in the flesh but in the spirit. If, in fact, the spirit of God dwells in you, the word God tells us that he dwells in us, Romans 8, verse 9. Anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you don't, the Holy Spirit of God within you, you don't belong to him. How do we, so how do we have the Holy Spirit? You have to accept Jesus in your heart and say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I believe in you. I believe that you are the Son of God. Please forgive me for all type and kind of a sin that I have committed against you. I am so sorry. I repent, my Lord. I repent, I repent, I repent, I repent. Cleanse me, Jesus, from all unrighteousness. From all unrighteousness, they keep me clean. And I ask for the Holy Spirit of God and dwells in me. In Jesus' name, write my name in the book of life. Hallelujah. In him you also, when you when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believe in him, were sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit, Ephesians 1.13. And we impart this in words, not thought by human wisdom, but thought by the Spirit, interpreting, interpreting a spiritual truth to those who are a spiritual, First Corinthians 2.13. And hope does not put us to shame because God's hallelujah love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Thank you, Father God, for giving us the Holy Spirit. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for dwelling, for resting in us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And they were, Acts 2, 4, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance, uterance. So we got to be careful not to grieve the Holy Spirit of God. By whom you were sealed, for the day of redemption, we're sealed. When the Lord comes and he takes us in the rapture, he, hallelujah, seal us. The Holy Spirit, hallelujah, is within us. You should not grieve the Holy Spirit. Say, I'm so sorry, Holy Spirit. I'm sorry for grieving you, tell him that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Help me not to do this. Help me not to do this, please. Help me not to do this. Not not to grieve you. Because I want to please you. And I want you to be happy. Remove from me anything that is not of God, not of my life. In Jesus' name, you're fulfilling me. Thank you because you are the only one who gives me joy, strength, and deliverance. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God, for always being there with me. 
for always being there for me. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for guiding me. Thank you for leading me. And thank you so much for helping me. Come, he will guide you. Into all the truth, John 16, 13. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit of God, give me dreams, visions, according to God's will, not my will. Please show me to come. Let me know. Show me and let me know in Jesus' name I pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we have to repent. Repent, therefore, and turn back. And your sins may be blotted out. Very important to repent first. Hallelujah. For your deliverance, for your healing, for whatever circumstances you're going through, for whatever it is, you repent first. You come to Jesus and you repent first. That's why when I come to Lord's hour, I repent. I repent before and I repent as soon as I'm here. And I'm not ashamed because everyone sins. Why should I be ashamed? I repent because I am a sinner. We are all sinners and we have to repent when we come to the Lord. Especially I I I um when I come here I feel I come to his presence. This is his church. And we have to honor, we gotta respect the Lord's hour. The Lord's hour. Hallelujah. It belong, belongs to God. The Lord's hour. It's our church. The Lord's hour. Jesus let this happen for everyone to come, for everyone who feels sad, for everyone who feels depressed, everyone who is seeking Jesus, everyone who wants to come to the Lord, everyone who's, hallelujah, who comes, you know, to seek God, everyone that would like to come and get to know, hallelujah, and know more about Jesus, the Lord's hour. And thank you, Jesus, for doing this. And thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, for letting me, hallelujah, come here to the Lord's hour and give your word. Because I'm not worthy. Because I'm another sinner just like you. But the Lord used me to bring his word. This is his station. This is, hallelujah, his church. And (laughs) 
I'm thankful, Lord Jesus, for doing it. Now, I feel no worthy. And I come to the Lord Jesus, and I feel his presence. I feel no worthy. I was saved, and I'm saved with his mercy. We're all saved for his mercy. The Lord loves us, my brothers and sisters, and he cares, and he loves you, and he's bringing people to him because this is all about Jesus. This is not about us. No. No. I don't come here for other reasons, just to give Jesus the glory and the honor and whatever the Lord wants, whatever, whatever he wants, whatever he likes, he used me. But this is, hallelujah, glory. I'm a servant. I'm a vessel of the Lord. And with honor and respect. I do it. Because I love the Lord. Because I love the Lord. And because I love also people. And I like everyone to come to Jesus. I want everyone to come to the Lord Jesus. Now I understand why the Lord does not want no one to be, no one to be, perish, but to be saved. Because I do feel the love of the Lord right now and that he cares. And I feel also the love of the Holy Spirit. That he wants everyone to be saved. The Lord cares. Satan doesn't care. He hates humanity. He wants he wants as much as he can to take him to hell. Don't blame God. Don't blame don't blame God, friends that are listening. Or even Christians. Don't blame God for whatever circumstances you're going through or pain in your life. Or whatever it is that only you and God knows. Don't blame him. Last night I was talking to the Lord. And I was letting him know I was I was thinking back when I was a little girl and I said, Lord, when I went through that situation, it was not your fault. It was my fault for making wrong choices. When I got married, 
and I went through pain. But it was not your fault. I make that choice. Lord, every pain that I went in my life, every circumstances that I that I went through, if I would have known now, my Lord, and humbly I say. With the wisdom, hallelujah, the Lord has given me. Probably I would have made those wrong choices. Now the Lord allowed me to go through it because I was the one who picked that. I was the one who chose that. I was the one who said that. I was the one who walked through it. I was the one who touched whatever it was. I was the one who did it. Why should I blame you, Lord? Why? You got nothing to do with it, Lord. I don't understand. I was talking to him last night. I was like, and I'm tears. I said, I don't know, Lord, why people blame you. Why? Who understand? You got nothing to do. We make our choices. We have to be responsible for what we do, for what we say, for what we have done. What have caused us the pain? What we what have we done? God only wants good for you. God does not want you to suffer if you're going through pain in your life. Don't blame God. I was saying that on many occasions, Lord, also was Satan that put me into that situation. But you know what? It was also, I'm talking about many years ago, it's because I allowed it. It's because I opened the door. Remember that whatever we do, whatever, if we are going to do something that God is not going to be pleased, there's going to be consequences. God does not want you to go through that pain. But remember, God gives us a a free will. And so we make that choice. Whatever we have done, whatever we did, We make that choice, whatever sin it was, we did make that choice, and we allow the enemy to come and cause us pain. We allowed it. I'm talking about myself, too. And I was saying to Jesus, Lord, you just want good for us. 
That's all you want. You want to just save us. You gave your life at that cross for me. You shredded that blood for me. And he did it for you. I'm saying it like this because that's how I was talking to the Lord. And I said, Lord, you did it all. All you want is just good for us to heaven. And you gave us, hallelujah, and give us the Holy Spirit of God. What else can we ask for? Lord, every step of the way, you are awesome and you are great. Praise the Lord. We talk to him like that. You'll see that the Lord will come. He'll get near you. He'll hug you. Hallelujah. And he's there because he cares. He cares. He's the only one who cares for you. Hallelujah. Oh, sister is asking me if my mommy smoked. No, my mom didn't smoke, not even one. She also didn't have alcohol in her system. She was a a good a good woman of God, Christian. My brothers and sisters, who believe. We have to believe the receipt. And you have to believe the power of the Lord Jesus. And you have to believe in the Holy Spirit of God. Repent. The Lord, hallelujah. From that, from that time, Matthew four seventeen. from that time, Jesus, Begin to preach, saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We have to repent, my brothers and sisters, because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus is about to return. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. He's at the door, he's coming. He's coming for his people. You have to believe in the rapture. And Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sin of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, Acts 2.38. Bear fruit in keeping with repentance, Matthew 3.8. Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. You see, pray and seek, pray and seek his face and turn away from your wicked way, turn away from sin. Hallelujah. And he will heal you from heaven and he will forgive you your sins and he will heal your land. He will bless you. Hallelujah. 
Acts 17.30, the times of ignorance God overlooked, how he commands all people everywhere to repent. 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Friends that are listening, you see 1 John 1.9, confess your sins to Jesus and say, forgive me, forgive me, Lord, and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Get me clean, Lord. Help me to be ready for your rapture. Hallelujah. Help me to be ready for the rapture. Help me to be ready. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit of God, help me to be ready. Hallelujah for the rapture. Luke 13, 3. No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will, you will all likewise perish. Very important to repent. You see, it's very important to repent. Proverbs 28, 13, whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Luke 5, 32, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Hallelujah. Romans 2, 4, or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is, is meant to lead you to repentance? His kindness leads you to repentance. His love leads you to repent. And then God says in Revelation 3:19, those who I love are in discipline, so be, so be zealous and repent. Hallelujah. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 3, 2. Praise be the name of the Lord. And then deliverance come. Psalms 34, 17. After you repent, hallelujah. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. Psalms 107, 6. Then they cry to the Lord in the trouble. And he delivered them from their distress. Are you anxious tonight? Do you feel trouble? Do you feel depressed? Hallelujah. He will deliver you. Just believe and receive it. Psalms 50, 15. And call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. Because when he delivers you, you will glorify him. When, hallelujah, my son was being healed, I was glorifying Jesus. I was saying, thank you, Jesus. I praise you. I praise you, Lord. Oh, Lord, how strong and how powerful it is, the Holy Spirit, and the blood, and your blood, Jesus. I was glorifying in him, praising him. Second Samuel 22, 2, he said, the Lord is my rock and my distress and my deliverer. You're feeling sad and you're feeling weak. Say, Lord, you're my rock. You are my stress and my deliverer. Hallelujah. Strengthen me, Lord Jesus. I need your peace tonight, my Lord, and your deliverance, Jesus. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit of God, and thank you, Jesus. Psalms 34, verse 4, I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Are you afraid? 
about what is happening, about what is going to happen with the world, about what is happening, or are you afraid of something else? Are you afraid of not making it in the rapture, or are you afraid with for what whatever problems you're going into your house? Are you afraid of a divorce, or are you afraid of a whatever it is, whatever it is? Say, Lord, deliver me from all my fears and give me hope and give me, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord, deliver me, Jesus, from any fears, anything not of God. I rebuke it in the mighty name of Jesus and tell him that. James 5, 16, therefore, Confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. See, the prayer of the righteous person has great power as it is working. Galatians 5, verse 1, for freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Hallelujah. Don't submit to a yoke of slavery. Hello, hello, hello. Don't submit to a yoke of slavery. Guide me. Teach me, Holy Spirit of God. Tell him. Show me. Let me know what to do. Hallelujah. John 8, 32. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Read the word of God. Read the word of God and it will set you free because you will know the truth. Romans 6, 14, 18, for sin will have no dominion over you. Say, in the mighty name of Jesus, yes, sin will not have dominion over me. Since you are not under law but under grace, what then? Are we to sin because we are not under law but under grace? But no means do you not know that if you, if you present yourself to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the whom you obey, either of sin, which leads you to death, or of obedience, which leads you to righteousness. But thanks be to God that you who were once slaves of sin have become obedient from the heart to the extender of teaching to which you were committed and having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. Hallelujah. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. John 16, verse 7. Second Peter 2, 9. Then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of the judgment. Praise be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Psalms 40, verse 13. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am only a youth. For all to whom I send you, you shall go, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. If you're young, don't say, I'm just a youth. I might probably do it when I get older. No. The word of God tells us in Jeremiah 1, 7, verse 8, 
We have to obey the Lord. I am only a youth. For to all to whom I send you, you should go and whatever I command you. If the Lord is speaking to you or if the Lord has been spoken to you about coming to or doing things for him, you should speak. You should obey. You should do it. Do not be afraid of them. Do not be afraid of people. For I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. Jeremiah 1, 7, 8. Psalms 40, 17. As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes through for me, thought for me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, oh my God. James 4, 7. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Praise be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit of God, thank you for being here with us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your ministry. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Father God, thank you for all your goodness, for all of your help, for your guidance. Let him know. Thank him, thank him. Thank the Lord. Thank you for for your deliverance. Thank you for your healing. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me peace. Thank you for your strength. Thank you because you are my hope and you give me hope every day. Thank you for always, always, for, 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 for your presence, always. Hallelujah. Thank you for using hallelujah. Thank you for the Lord, for the Lord's hour. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for always taking care of us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Your presence, Lord. Your presence, Lord, is what I need. Your presence, Holy Spirit, is what I need every day of my life. Your guidance. Thank you, Jesus. For your blood. Thank you for your hallelujah. For your power. Thank you for your power, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Hallelujah. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for your joy. Everything good comes out of you. Because you do care. Because you love us. 
And thank you, Jesus, so much for giving your life for me, fellow man. Thank the Lord. Be grateful. And I appreciate everything that he does. Even things that you don't know, you don't even realize what he has done, what he did for you, what he's doing. You thank him for every good thing that he does, for everything that he does for you, for your children, for your family. Hallelujah. For your friends, for your work. And even though, even if you're going through, let's say, a a bad circumstance, let's say you lost your house or you don't have a job or you don't have a family anymore, you thank them. You don't thank them only when you're good. You thank them because that there that's when the deliverance happens. You thank them because you already have it by believing it and confessing it and believing it, you will receive it. And start thanking the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for the new house you're going to give me. Thank you, Lord, for if you are single, and thank you, Lord, for the new husband or the new wife that you're going to give me. You say it to the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what is coming, for whatever you got in store for me. I thank you already. Visualize and think that you already have it. And you will receive it. Hallelujah. Because that's faith. Faith. Is what you just don't see. Faith is what you don't see. Hallelujah. But you think and you believe and you visualize that that has already happened, that is already has happened. And that's when you receive because you have believed it. And you thank the Lord. Thank you for my new job, Lord, say it. Thank you for my new house. Thank you for for my new family. Thank you for, if you, you know, are a man, thank you for for my wife, your woman. Thank you for for, for my new husband. Or thank you, Jesus. Whatever your will is, Lord. Whatever your will is. And I thank you, Jesus, for doing it. For already doing it. And I receive it, Father God, in Jesus' name, say it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. And my brothers and sisters, keep looking up because the king is coming back. Keep looking up. Hallelujah. Because the king is coming back. And we have to be ready at all times, just like if it's tonight will be the last day. 
Every day, we have to be ready. Every day, hallelujah, with our, with the lamps, with oil, full with oil, hallelujah. Be ready, be ready, be ready. Repent and repent and repent every day, hallelujah. And thank the Lord every day. Believe and trust in the Lord Jesus, hallelujah. And believe, hallelujah, in the rapture. Believe, hallelujah, in Jesus Christ, hallelujah, that he is our Savior, your Savior, hallelujah, that he will come, hallelujah, and he will come, and he will take us, hallelujah, home, hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All the glory and the honor to you, Jesus, and Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for everything. To you be the glory and the honor, Jesus, Holy Spirit of God. I praise your name. And I thank you, Jesus. Bless my brothers and sisters in Christ who are listening, hallelujah, in the Lord's hour, who are going to listen in the archive. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. Hallelujah, and may the Lord Jesus Christ shine his face upon you and give you his peace, hallelujah, his shalom, that only he can do it, hallelujah. To him be the glory and the honor, hallelujah. And my brothers and sisters, until next time, may God bless you abundantly. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. God bless you, hallelujah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.